My name is Matthew and uh, welcome to our Spirit Life, Spirit-Led Life devotional that we've been doing. Um, yesterday, Pastor George spoke about miracles, an absolute um, gem of a devotion if you want to go and watch it. It's still on our Facebook and our YouTube. Um, but today we'll be talking about discernment. It's strange having me here in this moment, but it's so good to be here with all of you this morning. Um, we're going to carry on our conversations from 1 Corinthians 12, verse 8 to 11. Um, for to one is given a word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another a word of knowledge through the same Spirit, and to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, and to another discernment. Um, <laughs> my brother's trying to call me here. To another discernment of that Spirit, and to another different kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of those tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. See, today I have the privilege of talking about um, discernment. Discernment is something that I hold quite close to my heart and try to figure out daily and walk with God to try and figure out where we are going to be and how my heart is and where God is needing me to go. And discernment is the ability to judge well. A good discernment person is someone that we call wise. Um, decision-making process in which individuals make a discovery that lead to a further action, future action. So when I was younger, um, growing up with my um, three brothers, well, one brother and two sisters, um, we would go to school and we would do crazy things at school, end up hurting ourselves or um, scraping an elbow or hurting a knee or all those things that are so much fun and come home and say that, oh, my friend told me to do it. And then my mother, and I imagine all of you would say the same thing in your, in your mom's voice in your head. Um, but if that friend asked you to jump off a cliff, you would do it. <laughs> would you do it? And I'm just like, it's slow development with wisdom. But when we um, put discernment into wisdom, uh, wisdom into our discernment, we find action. And... Um, my mom tried really hard to teach me as I was growing up how to discern situations and how to put life into things. And uh, through growing up, I got this WWJD bangle. <clears throat> and uh, it constantly reminds me that my decisions and my discernment can't come from myself. It has to come from someone bigger than me. <laughs> and that's Jesus and God in my situation and trying to figure out how to do things with wisdom through them. So discernment and wisdom are quite closely related in the Bible. Uh, wisdom actually is the source of discernment and in discernment. So when we study the word, we gain knowledge, right? But when we gain this knowledge, we have to put it, leads us to wisdom. And that wisdom means nothing until we put discernment in place. See, discernment is the ability to see and interact instinctively recognizing what's going on in our world and what subtle changes and differences. It also gives us the opportunity to declutter and look through cloudy situations um, without any bias or any situational drama that's happening in that moment, but perceive um, distinctions accurately and um, spiritually well. So wisdom is the product of the insight that comes from discernment. So I've got three A's today that I want to look at, and the first one being ask. 
in James 1, verse 5 to 6, it says this, If anyone lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, <clears throat> and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave that is tossed in the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. See, there will always be a situation in your day where... Um, or in your life, where you'll have to stop and say, Lord, I need wisdom now. I need to make a good decision with my finances, a good decision with the home that we're buying, or good decision with what color we'll paint the walls, because it's going to stay that color for a very long time, because there's no ways I'm doing that again. But in later in Matthew, it says, um, how much more if we are sinful people and we learn to give our children good gifts, how much more will our Father in heaven give us? So we have to come to him asking. But I find in lots of my situations with teenagers at youth and conversations, people just don't want to ask because they're scared of the disappointment of a no. But asking is producing a power that can put you forward in life. It can give you an opportunity. Yesterday, Pastor George said that miracles were something you have to also petition for, ask for in the right situation. You have to ask and you shall receive in Matthew 7. My second point today is action. See, with every asking, there has to be uh, action. Put to work my faith. In James 3, we learn, um, says this, uh, who is wise and understanding among you, let him show that by good conduct, that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. See, wisdom is something that can often lead some people to um, pride and being big-headed. But when we look at discernment, wisdom through discernment, we can't approach it with pride because it's not from us. It's not something that we um, are so wise in knowing in our humanity, but it is the fact that the Spirit of God inside of us is leading and prompting us into a decision of discernment. It carries on in that same chapter, um, in verse 17, but the wisdom that comes from above is pure, then perceivable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, full of good fruits, without um, partiality and without hypocrisy. So what comes from discernment through asking is an action that is put into um, righteousness with God, not from our own standard. So it carries on in verse 18. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. See, discernment is something that's not going to necessarily flip the boat. It will rock it a little bit, put people into standing and make them understand that God is Lord. But we need to look at it from his perspective and not try to make it our own thing. So when we do it, we do it in, in an action. But with that action comes our third point, authority. We look at a whole bunch of situations in life where we get given or ask for something, we get given something, we put it to action, but then we don't feel like we've been given it right. We feel like we don't carry the authority, but we carry that authority right with God when he gives it to us. We stand with the authority of God given to us through his discernment and through his spirit. In Romans 13, it says, uh, do you want to be unafraid of authority? Then do what is good. So as we walk out this gift of discernment, as we ask for it from God, as we receive it and put it to action, we need to do it out of authority because authority is good. It brings 
good things. Um, there is authority in working out the word of God and putting into action what God is doing. When, we, when I am at church on a Sunday and Pastor George brings a powerful word, it's great, but when I put it to action and I do it in the authority that I know that I'm a chosen son of God, that I can put to work what I'm doing, we see breakthrough. At youth on Friday nights, we, we're starting to put authority into what we are saying and how we are saying it. We had our Holy Spirit week on last week, Friday. And um, because of that, lots of our teenagers are breaking through a lot of things. They're going back to the word of God. They're trying to find answers on authority and who is my authority in my life. Parents are great and they're helping our kids walk a road that is straight and narrow. But when we take the opportunity to put authority back into what God is doing in their lives, we see breakthrough. And that is beyond any youth pastor's dream. So I am enjoying seeing authority come back to our teenagers and authority come back to youth in the right way and in a way that is going to produce good fruit, a peace, um, as it read in, seven, in um, uh, James 3, 17, 18. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. And as we make peace and we continue to walk this road with God, we see new mercies every single day. So that's from me. Action. There's always an ask, first and foremost, when we ask for something from God, whether it be discernment, miracles, um, breakthrough, um, prophecy, uh, all of those things that we spoke about in 1 Corinthians, all of them are seeked out through the Spirit of God. We have to ask for them. And then in that asking, we need to put what we've asked for into action. And then once we've put it into action, we need to follow through that action with authority. So Father's house, can you join me as we pray and close off this uh, devotions today? Father God, we just thank you so much for your, your solid word, Lord, a word that is a firm foundation in every situation and every circumstance. Lord, we are um, standing as a, as a country right now um, asking for rain, and Lord, we believe that it will come. But Lord, prepare us for what is to come and prepare us for the, the swelling of the rivers and dams and so on and so on, Lord. But we are praying that every action that, or every ask that we've given, Lord, we'll put to action. And every action we'll do with authority in your name and your name alone. We believe in this all in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. <laughs>